You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk Hello, this is Ben Eshmead and welcome to the King's Place podcast, a series of podcasts looking at the upcoming events at the North London venue. On this latest edition, I caught up with singer-songwriter Suki Smith. She will perform with her band Madam on September the 16th as part of this year's King's Place Festival, which has 100 plus performances taking place over three days. She's also presenting a concert by Emma Tricker. I find out more. To start with, um, who are Madam? Madam um, is a band that I put together. They play songs that I've written, but we collaborate, uh, arranging things. Yes, and at the moment we're a six-piece. You know, there's a sort of family of musicians that are part of it. Why did you leave? I had no choice. When did you start writing songs in the first place? It's such a long time ago. I wouldn't even know a date. Were you always writing when you were growing up? Yeah, no, I wasn't writing when I was growing up. That was, but I was had a very musical background. So, you know, there were always musical instruments in our house and uh, did that sort of classic learn recorder. <laughs> and then I played the flute in the school orchestras and county orchestras. And it never occurred to me that you could write your own things. So I'd always try and be in other people's bands. And that was, I just was annoying, I think. Can I be in your band? Can I be in your band? <laughs> then started to write secretly. And then a friend of mine just listened to some of the things I was writing and um, made me demo them on a little four track. And that helped start. It was a bit painful to start with in terms of like understanding that I could make music, but it's the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> on our way to work one morning Down the path alongside the lake A tender-hearted woman saw a poor half-frozen Pretty coloured skin was all frozen with the dew. Poor thing, she cried, I'll take you in, I'll take care of you. Take me in, no tender woman. Were there any sort of bands or artists that were really inspiring you or, or you think have had a big impact on Madam? Um, it was two different things. It's like the writing process, yes, I think. Then I think who I listened to when I was growing up, like David Bowie and all those extraordinary and quite, sort of quite theatrical um, songwriters. And then when I'm now that I'm putting it together and it's a band, I sort of avoid that really, kind of stopping sort of saying, oh, it's a bit like Mercury River, mm. it's a bit like this, or just because I think that kind of, well, for me anyway, it, it seems to block other musicians' inspiration, and so I really try hard not to. And within the band situation, then other musicians might say it to each other and say, oh, it's a bit like this, isn't it? It's a bit like that. But I probably torture them by giving them visuals and images. I, I really like the sparseness, say, of them. But when we're arranging songs, it's more, in lots of ways for me, about taking things away, so there's space, and things are related to the lyric of the song. In this concert at King's Place, which is coming up, you're um, you're going to be playing brand new material on what will hopefully be a future album. What different kind of pressures does that add to it? Well, I mean, there's a time pressure of trying to get everybody together, and uh, you know, we've played the same set for a couple of years now. I've been going around each different uh, member of the band, really, just working with them on stuff and the atmosphere of each song. And then we come together a couple of times a week just trying to sort of, like, find... It's easy to sort of just bash through a song, but it's, like, to find a proper sort of... the proper sort of beauty of it or the, the dynamic of it properly. 
it's really magical when it starts to sort of like gel together and uh, it's out of your control in some ways and bass and drums just kick off and do something that you, I hadn't kind of properly anticipated but you know when something's right and you can kind of identify it as the correct way their song should have gone so it's um I find it really exciting doing this I think it's unnerving yeah in a month we'll be playing nine new songs oh my god <laughs> Call America this house is quiet and the breathing from upstairs means we are not lonely we are alone this is going to be your third album. So how have sort of maybe the ideas or themes developed? I think sonically things have developed so they're much more epic. I'm less afraid of volume and drama. Um, I think just physically, you know, they recorded the first album in someone's bedroom and with their little child asleep next door. So it became quite a fragile album just because it had to in some ways. Then we recorded the... Uh, the second album at Real World Studios, most of it anyway, the bulk of it, and uh, that was really lush, and so it was quite a sort of live-sounding album. So hopefully this will have elements of everything that we've sort of learned, everything we've done as a band, you know, we've toured quite a bit, um, we've started to sort of, you know, we've just known each other for a million years now, so <laughs> there's kind of eccentricities and stuff that we're prepared to kind of share with each other. It, musically, I mean, don't mean. <laughs> yes, well, there's Jeff's funny hat. <laughs> but I hope that that will be an ambition for the album is it'll just be um, more extreme, so more fragile and more, more enormous when it needs to be. Um, I just think I'd be interested to come and see something that was almost ready to go, you know, and just. It's brilliant that it's a quite a cheap ticket as well. So there's a kind of, you know, come and see this album coming into fruition one way or another and things will change. But um, I feel like it will be more sort of like a sharing thing with an audience. It won't be just like a presenting something. I bought a throne so I can roll. Towards the end of the interview, I wanted to talk about Emma Tricker. You've kind of helped bring her along so that she'll be performing after you. And But, but there's, there's, there's quite a lot of connections, isn't there? Yeah, we've known each other on the same sort of North London songstress sort of circuit for a long while. And we've um, had friends in common. Yeah, I just was thinking about who might be a good connection. And she played um, some really beautiful finger picking on um, uh, Gone Before Morning on a track called The Ground Will Claim You. And uh, yeah, I don't know, it's just... I like it that there's two women on the same bill. I think um, I think it's kind of complimentary, and, and I never repaid her once. She played a gig and she dedicated a song to me. I've never quite got over that, so I've trumped her by asking her to come and headline this or, you know, co-headline this show. So that's the way I roll. <laughs>
Madden play on Sunday the 16th of September at 8.45pm in Hall 2 and following that is Emma Tricker at 10pm. I'm Ben Eshmade and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast. For more details about these events please visit kingsplace.co.uk forward slash festival. There you can also find details of the 100 plus performances taking place over the three days. All tickets are just £4.50. There are also lots of free events and activities for all the ages, something for everyone. You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk